Headline Hollywood. Entertainment cronies and cinema elitists hand out awards for excellence in moving pictures. Sometimes the winners don't hold up to the test of time. So we're here in the future to tell them how they got it wrong. This is Switch the Envelope. Welcome to Switch the Envelope, the podcast that aims at rewriting Hollywood history. Mayamo S. Corey. <laughs> and I am Jeff. <laughs> you can't just switch into Spanish that way, Corey. It, it, it messes me up. Oh, I've been, wait- I've been waiting to do that all day. I was like, oh, this will be great. I'm just going to do the opening. I wanted to learn the entire opening in Spanish, but then I thought, no, I'll just switch it <laughs> to just, you know, right at the end, just to throw you off guard. And it worked like a charm. <laughs> <laughs> How are you doing tonight, Jeff? I'm doing great. What do we have on the schedule tonight? Oh, well, we have our mailbag. Ooh, mailbag. Do we have mail? We do not. Oh. It's okay, though, because tonight we are not doing our mailbag. That would be preposterous. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) We, in fact, are going to do other people's mail. Oh, other (laughs) people. Are we going to answer, you know, like uh, fan uh, fan questions for other people? <laughs> exactly. What we're going to do is we're going to go on to Twitter, and we're going to go on to Instagram, and we're going to find celebrities and other people, because celebrities got a lot to do, Corey. Oh, yeah. They're busy people. Even their assistants have too much to do to answer mm. fan mail. That's true. So we're going to go out there, and we're going to find the fans that need the real, tough, important questions answered, and we're going to answer some questions. You're like deep in a comment section on, a, on an Instagram post? Yeah. That's where we're going? We're going to find the good questions, and we are going to answer celebrity mail. Ooh, celebrity mail. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so we will be answering celebrity mail tonight, and Corey, I believe you have something else for us this evening. Uh, we, we're going to do a movie quiz tonight. It's not switch the envelope like our regular movie quiz, because I'm turning the tables on Jeff tonight and I'm going to play game master and he's going to be under the hot lights trying to answer questions when we is that why I'm under one of these like garden lamps right here I Absolutely. thought it was weird that I had this yeah, garden yeah. lamp on it's actually a food warming lamp gotcha you know it's uh it's what keeps your french fries uh <laughs> warm in a in a restaurant gotcha yeah I want to make you sweat a little bit you know uh the way you make me uh anxiously sweat <laughs> whenever we do <laughs> the uh, the quiz episodes but uh, for this uh, quiz, uh, I wanted to, you know, when when we do this show, Switches, we talk a lot about, you know, the would've, could've, should'ves of the Oscars, right? The people that were snubbed, the people that, the films that should've won, that really deserve, you know, to have tested, you know, they've stood the test of time, so they really should have been in the conversation or something like that. And through our research, through the, you know, these, these past couple years, few years that we've been doing this podcast... There's been a lot of really surprising films that have actually won Oscars. So I've got I put together a quiz show for Jeff that I like to call Wait, they won an Oscar? Okay, Corey, but before we do any of that, we're going to go to our commercial for Combos because we are the official unofficial sponsor. Brand Ambassadors. <laughs> Brand Ambassadors. Which means that we don't get paid. No, and they do not like us. So, fun times. (laughs) They really don't like us. So, when people don't don't like us, what do we do? We keep making commercials for them. Yes, absolutely. Because we love combos, even though combos doesn't love us. (laughs) All right, we'll be right back, Switches, and then we'll start our digital mailbag. 
You know, Jeff, popcorn has had a long-standing grip as the number one movie-going snack of choice. Well, here on Switch the Envelope, when it comes to all things movie-related, we're not content to let anything claim victory without a challenge. Sure, popcorn has had a good run as a movie snack king, but the return to theaters is bringing with it new movie snack revolution. It's time to switch the snack. So popcorn meets your challenger, combos. Using our patented, totally scientific, five-finger rating system, Popcorn gets the finger, while Combos gets a high five. Combos score high on crunch, flavor, and most importantly, variety. That's right. You want nachos? Combos. You want cheddar cheese? Combos. You want spicy ranch? Doritos. You you want pizza-flavored? Combos for the win. That's right. With so many flavored combos to choose from, there's a big bag of combos for everyone. It's why combos has been one of America's favorite snacks since the early 1870s. <laughs> so move over, popcorn, because there's a new movie snack in town. Upgrade your next movie-going experience with the official snack of Switch the Envelope, combos. Combos are not currently sold in any movie theater, so you're going to have to smuggle them in yourself. Combos. All right, so welcome back. Who's ready for some combos, Corey? Oh, I got my I got my bag right here, right next to me. I actually do. I have yeah pepperoni pizza. Pepperoni pizza. Yeah, yeah. You know, I have a new bag in the in the other room of cheddar, cheddar Ooh, something, cheddar? cheddar, cheddar. Yeah, yeah. I have to get it at five below because for some reason they don't sell them at Albertsons. So no, they they sell. <laughs> Eh, we're not going to get into that. <laughs> <laughs> Why they're not sold at reputable stores. <laughs> All right. We're not, we're not touch that with a 10-foot pole, but you know what they should do is sell them at reputable stores. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, they're sold at Walmart. Sold at reputable stores, Jeff. <laughs> yes. Digital mailbag. Once again, we are not reading stuff from our mailbag because we read it all. We, got, we read a lot of it last week. Yes. So um, we are going to be reading... Mail from other people's mailbags. Right, it's celebrity digital mailbags. Celebrity digital mailbags. <laughs> so the first mail we're going to read is from the beautiful, wonderful actress who is currently on White Lotus. From she's also been seen on Baywatch. Corey, where else have we seen this wonderful, uh, beautiful woman? True Detective, Parent. True. De- she was on True Detective. She was on True Detective season one. I don't remember that. No, well, you would remember it if you remembered it. <laughs> I, I loved that first episode, or first season. I remember it. She was the one having an affair with Woody Harrelson. Oh, I get, yes, I remember. Okay. Yeah, very yeah. memorable now that you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's very talented. Uh, she's also uh, in the Percy Jackson movies, which is the first time I remember seeing her. And going, now, I don't remember hey. that. I don't think I saw those movies. No, I, I did. Okay. So we actually are talking about the lovely, beautiful Alexandra Diodario. Yeah, I, th- I think that's how you say her last name. I can't. Dario, Diodario, I don't know. I mean, there's like... I'm pretty sure it's Dario. I just can't remember how to say her first well, name. Well, because Alexandria. Okay. Alexandra? It's Dario. Oh, shit. I don't know. So, yeah, yeah that- whatever. So, we are reading from some mail that she got on her, her digital mail on her Instagram from user Stever. Stever. Stever2656. Stever, making copies. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's taking it way back, Switches. Yeah. So, Stever2656. Five six was very interested in White Lotus. Ooh, yeah. So on her feed, he show. said, "So my wife and I can watch it tonight on HBO Max app?" Question <laughs> mark. So he's asking oh, oh, her. Oh, that's a question. Okay. He's asking her if he can watch her show. So, so can my wife and I watch White Lotus tonight on on the, the app? HBO Max okay. app, or do we need to wait until tomorrow, <laughs> like we usually do? Question mark. 
We don't have a regular HBO subscription. <laughs> don't need to waste money on both. So he's letting there, letting her know that we don't want to spend money on both the app and the subscription. No. Because they have the Max app. Yeah, they do, of course. But he is asking her to reply about whether or not they're going to be able to watch it on the Max app. He's, he's asking for app support from an actress who's on a show. <laughs> he's asking for this beautiful actress who's like, you know, hot Hollywood right now yeah. to give him IT support. Yeah, she doesn't have time to answer this. Yeah. No, she. according to Stever2656, she absolutely has time to answer him and give him, him app support. I'm sorry, Stever. She does not have time for you, but we do. We do. We, we absolutely do. do. We are here to help Stever2656. Yeah. Um. You know, Stever, if you have an HBO Max subscription, it's the same exact thing as an HBO subscription for your regular TV. It is. Yeah. If you want to watch White Lotus, you absolutely can. You just can't watch it live when it comes on. Although, Jeff, I, I do believe that the episodes drop same day on the HBO Max app as they do when they air live on HBO. Yes. So you should be able to watch it not live in the time slot necessarily. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But on on the same day. It will drop this the same day. Also, Stever, here's a clue uh to whether or not you can watch a film on the app. It will be on the app. Exactly. Yeah. So if if it if Stever, if it's there, you can watch it. Yes. Yeah. So Stever, we hope we helped you. We hope you helped you yes. out with your with your tech support with HBO Max, and that way, you know, because we know that Alexandra Diodario could not respond, and we we know he, yeah. she saw this and just was like, I can't respond right She's now. Like, I, I wish I could tell Stever what to do, but you know, we picked up the slack. Yeah, exactly, we helped her out. You're welcome. Moving on to another White Lotus actor. We're going to talk. Is this about- only about White Lotus? No, it's about more than just White Lotus, but oh. we're just going to stay in a oh, okay. White Lotus right. kind of... kind of uh, Because apparently their fans are the best. <laughs> their fans are awesome. I do need to throw this out there. White Lotus was fucking awesome. I, I just, really enjoyed it too, yeah. I loved it. I, it started kind of slow, but... I, I, yeah, I thought it was, it was really... Yeah, I can see where you would say like it was slow, but I thought it was pretty great. But no, I mean, once it got to like towards the end, I fucking mm-hmm. loved it. Yeah. But I got to ask one question that this isn't going to ruin anything for anybody. What the fuck happened to the chick that had the baby? <laughs> Nothing. I have no idea. Why yeah. did she never come she back? She shows up and disappears. She's a big part of the first episode. Yes, she Why is. did she never come back ever? No idea. And it's not like it was a recast after a pilot no. s- scenario. And she even like... says in the first episode, I'm coming back to work tomorrow. Nope. She never, never comes back. Never comes. Yeah. Bit of a red herring, I guess. Weird. <laughs> I have no idea. It is weird. Digital mail. Anyway, staying with White Lotus, we are going to be speaking about the mail coming from Jake Lacey. Oh, he plays uh, Alexandria's uh, douchebag husband. Exactly. Super yes. douche. This guy yeah. you, you fucking hate through the whole show. I'm sure he's a really nice guy in, in real life, but he does a really good job of playing a douchebag. He does a really good job being that that bro, yeah. douchey, just guy you want to Entitled, just white, punch. privileged yeah character guy yeah man he was just an asshole this whole show so looking at his mail that we will answer for him he's too busy exactly he's living his life he's he's got a wife you know he's gotta he's gotta go do stuff exactly so we're gonna answer this this uh comment from chrissy multifan so chrissy multifan asks jake lacy chrissy multifan yes ask jake lacy hi jake love your acting would you ever come to Slovakia? Please <laughs> reply. <laughs> Sorry. It would mean a lot to me. 
I mean, now I have to say Please we're not reply. we're not we're not ma- we're not making fun of Chrissy Multifan because no. I got to say the Chrissy Multifan is just reaching out and saying, "Come to Slovakia, I love you. You're a great actor." Sure, and I, there might be a, a bit of a language barrier that made the translation of that feel a, a little giggly. But here's the thing: tip, a pro tip for for you, Chrissy Multifan, change that username to Chrissy Jake Lacy Fan. And maybe he will respond. <laughs> and I will say that Chrissy Multifan, first of all, I'm giving her a uh, a heart right now because this oh. is very nice of you her. Should, you should give a heart to every one of these. Actually, I am going to give a heart to every single one of these. Um, but Chrissy Multifan, I got to say, we're going to help you out. And we're going to say that, no, he's not yeah, going to no, go to he's, Slovakia. He's not, he's not coming to Slovakia. From this, you're, you're saying that he's going to come to you. Yeah. And see like you in meet Slovakia. You at like a cafe or something. Yeah. That's not going to happen. And he's going he's gonna to sit down at one of those outdoor... Ca- do they have outdoor cafes in Slovakia? I'm sure they do. It feels like an outdoor cafe place. Uh, yeah, sure. I've never been to Slovakia myself. I mean, Slovakia is like a whole country. Uh, what's She didn't mention what city. Like, he's just got to show up. The only thing I know of Slovakia the is from like... And be like, Chrissy Multifan! <laughs> where are you? The only thing I know of, Slo- of Slovakia is like from Eurotrip. Sure. <laughs> so it's completely I'm, accurate, I'm, I'm sure. I'm too. pretty sure giving a person a nickel won't yeah. end up with them punching you and saying they quit their job. Sure. So yeah. I'm pretty sure that's not accurate. Probably not. No. Although I'm sure the exchange rates are uh, favorable to the U.S. dollar. Uh, maybe not. I don't know. You never well, know. Well, yeah. Maybe not. Who knows? Uh, global pandemic and everything changed <laughs> a lot of stuff around. So, yeah, uh, so no, we hope you help no. you out, Chrissy Multifan. I don't think Jake Lacey is coming to your town anytime soon because we you, you'd have to you'd have to find a movie he was in that was going. I think you need you need to do the work. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I mean, he would have to be shooting in Slovakia, which like could happen, I guess. But like, you'd have to be close enough to the city that he's shooting in and know the shooting schedule when he's going to be there. Most of the time, when they're on location, they're like long hour, you know, long hour days. Uh, wouldn't have a lot of free time necessarily, unless he's lower on the call sheet, which is which is possible, I suppose. But uh, the long and short of it of, of it is, uh, no, no, he's he's not coming to Slovakia. Now, what we want to make sure, <clears throat> at least we hope we helped you a little bit, right? Yeah, lower right. those expectations. Just also, a bit. change that username. You're you're a multi fan. You're not going to get the respect from that one one celebrity that you want to exactly. meet. You got to be their fan, not a fan of multiples. Come on. Exactly. Know the game. <laughs> All right. So moving on. You know what? And uh, wait, wait, wait. Before we move on, <laughs> I just noticed there's what? another. There's another fan question right underneath this one. Okay. Jake Lacey gets all the good ones. <laughs> yeah, Jake Lacey actually has a pretty good one, and we're gonna we're gonna go over this real quick. Right underneath that one is a woman named Heidi Runyon like, eighty one. Like the canyon. Yeah. Okay. Heidi Runyon. Heidi Runyon eighty one. Just asks, throws it out there. Well. It, why aren't there more pictures of your wife? <laughs> now I don't know how to take this. I don't know what. Yeah, I don't know if this is like, from? like, like angry. Like, hey, why aren't there more pictures of your wife? Yo, bro. Yeah. Don't you think it's disrespectful that you don't have more pictures of your wife? Or maybe it's like a cute, like, hey, I want to see more pictures of your wife. Yeah, like, oh, you guys are such a cute couple. You should have more pictures of your wife. Or maybe it's like flirty, like, hey, why aren't there more pictures of your wife? Are oh. you looking for someone right now? Oh, uh, what's her name? <laughs> there. Heidi Runyon? Heidi? Heidi Runyon? Heidi yeah. Runyon, yeah. Maybe. And the, the wife's name is Lauren DeLeo. But may, maybe Heidi Runyon's trying to get some some side action from Jake Lacey. Yeah. <laughs> That's possible. All right, we're going to let that one slide, and we're going to keep going. Um, I, oh, look, I, we can answer that. It, it's because it's his professional uh, Instagram account. I'm sure if you were real friends with him on like Facebook, you'd probably see lots of pictures of his wife. But 
it's his professional account. It's all about sort of his acting and his brand. So that's why. Awesome. Yeah. All right. The next one PR, we have on PR here. reasons. The next one we have on here is a a visual, which is perfect for the oh, for yeah, the, podcast the podcast medium. Yeah. So we'll actually put this up, I think, somewhere. Oh, are we? Okay. We'll 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 re we'll retweet this one. This is actually on Jim Carrey's account. Oh, James. Yes, Mr. Yeah. James Carey. He's a painter, right? He's a painter, and guess what? Almost everything on his account is about painting. Yeah, because he's he's a famous artist. No, I mean like the people that are responding are oh, all responding. Really? And you know what they, this person did? Hmm. Painted a picture of Jim Carrey. What? Yo, that's really <laughs> good too. Yes. Okay. All right. This this user's name is at Yasmin Sabri Zero. Yeah. Right? At Did I read that correctly? Yasmin S A B R Y Zero. Yasmin Sabri. Yas Yasmin Sabri. And I gotta say, this is all positive. This is fucking amazing. That is that is absolutely great. So I want to say that she wrote to to Jim's, Jim Carrey and put, I drew this portrait of you. I hope you take a look and tell me your opinion. So Jim Carrey's got a lot of people writing stuff like this. Oh, yeah. He's not going to respond. He's not going to respond. But Sorry. I got to say, we Sorry, are here to respond to you. Yeah, absolutely. And, that's that's um, what we're here for right now. The boys here at Switch the Envelope are here to say, on Jim Carrey's behalf, this is fucking awesome. It's fucking amazing. Yeah, absolutely. Amazing. Yes. Keep we're, it up. This is one of the most amazing pictures of Jim Carrey I've ever seen. It looks like a damn picture. It's it's quite Look at fantastic. the detail in the in the neck. The quality is great. The uh, yeah, execution, coloring is, is amazing. Yeah, there's yeah. other pictures on his on his uh, feeds that other people have sent. Fucking stick that are figures. Not even close yeah, to it. Not even close. It's like third graders drone. There actually is a third grader on his feed that sent something. That person, so, you know, that you third know. that third grader is it, their art is well advanced for for them at third grade. <laughs> But no, they don't but, hold a candle to Yasmin Sabri Zero. Yeah, but yeah, man, Yasmin. Well, as Corey uh, said last week to our people, we salute you. Oh, we salute you. And if you if you ever want to paint us a portrait, that would be amazing. We'll hang it up in the studio. We'll we'll pimp you all over our social media. It's not quite as large as uh, James Carey, the the painter, uh, but you know, there's some people. Yeah. So Yasmin, <laughs> you're awesome. Digital mailbag. And that's all we have for our Celebrity Digital Mailbag. Celebrity Digital Mail! <laughs> what the fuck was that? I don't know. Throw throw like a guitar lick underneath that. <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right. Now on to the main event, Jeff. All right. Woo! Woo! Okay. So a quiz that I have come up with. And, I, you know, I'm a little nervous about this because Jeff does such a good job writing his, his quiz uh, questions that pressure's on now, right? Well, I'm more nervous about not being able to answer these damn questions. I think I think you'll be able to get them. I yeah, did... you're a little mean, though, with questions. You try and stump people. So I, I think I provided enough sort of uh, Easter eggs within the questions, and I also have a hint. So if you need a hint, we can take a hint. Uh, this is not a competition, so if you just want to have the hint... Isn't an Easter egg, by definition, a hint? Yes, but they're... Some of them are more obvious than others. Some of them are more more uh, vague. Gotcha. <laughs> Just not as well written. <laughs> as the title of this episode suggests, the name of this particular quiz is... Wait, they won an Oscar? I like it. Yeah. So these will all be... You'll, you'll be guessing either films or the category in which a particular film won will be the type of answer that you'll be giving. Films or the category they won. Yeah, so I'll I'll give you a bit of detail about a film and then say, like, they won 
uh, they were nominated for these categories, which one did they win? Or I'll okay. give you a whole bunch of stuff and let you know which one they won and then ask you which film I'm talking about. Gotcha. Okay. Should we just dive right in? Let's just dive right in. Let's dive right in. All right. Question number one. I have, uh, I have about seven of these. So if you're playing at home, you, you know, you, you can uh, you pause the podcast if you need some time to think or whatever. Uh, hopefully you you can you know keep track of your score against Jeff's and then tweet us at switch envelope or give us a shout out on Instagram at switch the envelope and let us know what your score was out of seven. Question number one: This World War II era drama, which holds a twenty four percent rating, Dunkirk, on Rotten Tomatoes, is a critical flop that will live in infamy, prompting one New York Times critic to write. Nearly every line of the script drops from the actors' mouths with the leaden clank of explosion, timed with bad sitcom beats. Even with the critical ire, this film was a huge box office success, mainly due to the star power of its ensemble cast. Let me get through the whole question. <laughs> this film was surprisingly uh, was a surprisingly big hit in Japan as well, with some viewers likening it to Gone with the Wind set in World War II. Believe it or not, the film managed to earn four Oscar nominations at the 2002 awards ceremony, of which it only won one for Best Sound Editing. Name the film. Pearl Harbor. Yes, you're, you're absolutely right. Pearl Harbor. <laughs> the hint, by the way, was uh, show me the award. This film only has one other award win, and it's an MTV Movie Award for Best Action Sequence featuring Cuba Gooding Jr. Ah. Yeah. <clears throat> well, I mean, dude, you you asked me a Josh Hartnett movie, dude. I did. Oh, that's true. My dude, bad. I my boy, my boy, Jay Hartz. Jay Hartz, man. Threw you a softball. It's all. It's all. It's all. It's all I, Josh Hartz. I would just say, for the benefit of the switches playing at home, wait, wait to the end of the question before uh, submitting an answer. <laughs> Sorry. Nineteen ninety nine saw the reunion of Tim Burton and his Edward Scissorhands star Johnny Depp for a dark retelling of the Washington Irving. 1820 short story, The Legend of Sleepy Hollow. Aptly titled Sleepy Hollow, the late 1700s period film is on a short list of movies in the horror genre to claim Oscar victory. Depp's performance and the eerie visuals of the world Burton helmed were celebrated by audiences and critics alike. Though nothing about this film traditionally screams Oscar, it was nominated for three Academy Awards in the categories of Best Art Direction, Best Cinematography, and Best Costume Design. Which one of these categories did Sleepy Hollow win? Well, then it would be Art Direction. It would be Art Direction. Absolutely. Best Art Direction. Correct. A Christmas film being nominated, let alone winning, at the Oscars has about as much odds as a snowball in hell. Especially if that Christmas film is also based off of a children's book and features a soundtrack with the likes of Mariah Carey, In Sync, The Bare Naked Ladies, and Smash Mouth. Though the film was the sixth highest-grossing film of 2000, the critical response was quite mixed, with Roger Ebert even calling it a dank, eerie, weird movie, and other critics claiming that the film's star was perfectly cast. This film was nominated for three Academy Awards, if you can believe it, for Best Art Direction, Best Costume Design, but eventually won for Best Makeup. Name the film. Okay, it came out in 2000? Uh, it was the sixth highest grossing film in the year 2000. Um, give me a clue. Ooh, we get, a, get to go to the hint. All right, the hint should probably lock it in for you. This award represents one of legendary makeup artist Rick Baker's seven Academy Award wins. 
This time for creating not only creature makeup, but for creating an entire town of Christmas-loving townspeople who appear like they have stepped oh, this off is, the page uh, what's called? Jim, of a beloved Jim Carrey's uh, children's book. The film is based on. Um, Ooh, yeah, what is it called? Yeah, that's um, what I'm asking you. Fuck, it's uh, the Grinch. I will accept the Grinch, even though the full title is How the Grinch Stole Christmas. But yeah, okay, yeah, it's I, it was marketed both ways. But the Grinch, I think, is the like Benedict Cumberbatch animated one. You know what I mean, but yes, I'll, I'll give it I to said you. You the, said Jim Carrey. I, said Jim Carrey I know you know which one it was. Okay. It was referring to. Question number four. This Robert Zemeckis supernatural dark comedy from 1992 has become a bit of a cult classic. Frighteners, <laughs> no. no, but is mostly <laughs> a forgettable. I mean, maybe I don't know, uh, but is mostly a forgettable. That's a uh, Peter Jackson, not Robert Zemeckis. But anyway. It is Robert Zemeckis. Did he produce it? Yes. Well, Robert Zemeckis uh, wrote and directed this particular film. Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, but is mostly a forgettable credit for some of its A-list stars. While the film held mixed reviews, it is its Academy Award-winning visual effects that cement its place in film history. The pioneering innovations by the team at ILM for this film paved the technological way for audiences to be wowed by life-sized dinosaurs in Jurassic Park the following year. It pioneered computer-generated face replacement, complex figure modeling, and was the first film where computer-generated skin textures were used. The tedious process of shooting for the visual effects left the lead actress feeling that it was becoming the death of the comedic timing for her. Though she ultimately liked how, the, how it turned out, she felt more like a piece of machinery or a reanimated corpse while shooting. Name the film. Um, I need a, I don't, there was nothing really about the film in there, so if you give me a hint. Okay. There's just about, like, fucking innovation stuff, so I don't, I don't really know what the, I don't have anything about the actual okay. film. All right. All right. All right. Give me a, give me yeah, a. Your, your hint. Your hint is not going to help you. Here we go. <laughs> it might. Aside from having notable A-listers in the film. Uh, the film also features roles f- from romance novel cover supermodel Fabio and Dan Clark, who is famous for being Nitro on the 90s c- uh, competition TV show, The American yeah, Cl- Gladiators. American Gladiators, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm stumped, man. I don't get that. Mm. I don't know. The 1992 Robert Zemeckis supernatural dark comedy that I'm referring to stars Meryl Streep, Goldie Hawn, and... Bruce Willis. Oh yeah, you're talking about Death Becomes Death Her. Becomes Her. Yeah, there you you. See, that's the kind of question I'm talking about. You went around every single. You didn't say a single thing about that movie. I mean, I called it a Robert Zemeckis supernatural dark comedy from all 1992. You, all you mentioned was a Robert Zemeckis film from 1992. Yeah, I mean, Robert Zemeckis doesn't have that many films. Yeah, he does. That he's directed. Nah. You didn't even know the Frighteners was Robert Zemeckis. Well, I didn't know that he because <laughs> he didn't direct it. I, okay. Peter Jackson directed that, but yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. All right. I got you. I got one. All right. <laughs> Death becomes her. But there was no information about the film. I, I mean, I dropped in uh, that she there felt more a like a reanimation stuff. A about reanimated it. corpse. Uh, it was very for a a like supernatural dark comedy. It was a a leader in visual effects. <laughs> like that's you know I don't know. Uh, also, I what what else did I say? Um, all the stuff you said was about the visual effects. Uh, the oh oh oh, here we go. Visual effects that left the lead actress feeling like it was becoming the death 
of the comic timing for her. You mm-hmm. actually didn't say it that way. You just said becoming the death of her. I will just edit, okay. edit, okay. edit the way I said no, that it's okay. into, into it's okay. the way I read it before. <laughs> All right, I got one. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm taking pride and I, I got one from you. And the next three you'll get. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know if you get this next one. I don't know. All right. Question number five. Film, speaking of Meryl Streep, films featuring Meryl Streep, Jude Law, and in this case, a small uncredited role from Dustin Hoffman, are not surprising nominee contenders when it comes time for the Academy Awards. A film featuring these actors that is produced by Nickelodeon, on the other hand, seems very unlikely to be in the conversation for any awards, except maybe one that would come with a waterfall of green slime. But the box office success that was 2004's Lemony Snicket's a series of unfortunate events, managed to land four Oscar nominations. Can you imagine that? Four Oscar nominations for Lemony Snicket. Hmm. A critical response to the film often pointed towards its Burton-esque aesthetic, and that's no uh, not too surprising, as the film's production designer, Rick Heinrichs, uh, is a longtime contributor with Tim Burton, and Emmanuel uh, Lebesgue uh, was Burton's cinematographer on the a movie we just mentioned a while ago, Sleepy Hollow. But the most impressive feat was transforming its star, Jim Carrey, into various disguised versions of the film's main villain, Count Olaf, with multiple prosthetic applications without limiting his expressive acting style. Paramount Pictures and Nickelodeon had hoped to turn the film into a Harry Potter-type film series, but despite a decent box office draw, the plans for for future films fell flat, leaving its lone Oscar win as the final hurrah of its legacy. Is there a question in here somewhere? Of the film's four (laughs) nominations, for Best Art Direction, Best Costume Design, Best Makeup, and Best Original Score, which one brought home the gold? I would say Best Makeup. That is absolutely correct. Awesome. Yeah. Winning its Oscar for Best Animated Feature, this 2006 family movie featuring singing and dancing animals shocked audiences by becoming only the fourth non-Disney or Pixar film to achieve the feat of winning the animation feature category. Only four... Only four Well, there's movies. not very many studios around that are not Disney or Pixar. But by 2006, that's crazy. Well, the other one is Sony. So. Uh, Don Bluth Films, I think, uh, challenged them in the, in the 80s, I think. Uh, you know, that's the... Uh, Land Before Time stuff, you know. Uh, let's see here. Where was I? That's American I Tale too, right? American Tale, yeah. The and, Steven Spielberg uh, Secret, animated stuff. And uh, Secrets of Nim. Yep. Yeah. Uh, was Secrets of Nim not Disney? Uh, it's hard I, to tell because they look very much like Disney films. Hmm. Uh, even more shocking is the fact that the director and co-writer of this happy little film is none other than Mad Max creator George Miller. <laughs> The film is dedicated in part to Steve Irwin, who lent his voice talents to the film, but sadly died a few months before its release. Name the film. Um, kind of lost me halfway through that, so um, all I got was like 2000 what? Would you like me to reread the question? No, it's going to take a while. Okay. So the first like sentence, what was that? Winning its Oscar for Best Animated Feature, this 2006 family movie featuring singing and dancing animals shocked audiences by becoming the only f- only the fourth non-Disney or Pixar film to achieve the feat. Uh, Rio? Ooh, that's a good guess. It's incorrect. I will give you the oh. hint. The film boasts an all-star cast with Nicole Kidman, Robin Williams, Brittany Murphy, and Hugh Jackman, who also lend their singing voices to the film's soundtrack. 
But it is the main star, Elijah Wood's lack of singing that ultimately drives the plot. I really have no idea. Mm. I got two. This is the 2006 <laughs> Happy Feet. Oh, yeah, I never saw that. Happy Feet, one of, one best animated feature. Oh. Yeah, I never saw Happy Feet. Uh, well, that's why you would you would not recognize it. Yeah, big big cast, uh, kind of a, I don't know, it's, a, it's an oddly paced animated film, <laughs> I feel. Probably because the guy who did Mad Max did it. <laughs> You know, but yeah. All right. Last question. Final question, Jeff, for all the marbles. You're what? Uh, what's, what's the score so far? You've got f- four. Well, I missed two. We're on six. So four to two. Yeah. You, you've got four, four, four out of six so far. All right. Last question. Seven. The winner for both best sound editing and sound mixing at the 1995 Academy Awards ceremony is not a film many would describe as Oscar caliber. The explosive action film was a commercial success that spawned a sequel that fell dead in the water. But the film's star, fresh-faced love interest, Speed. and action genre in general... Dude, let me get through the goddamn <laughs> question before you guess. There's people that are like, maybe they don't Maybe they don't have a guess. Sorry. I'll wait until the end. The explosive action film was a commercial success that spawned a sequel that fell dead in the water. But the film's star, fresh-faced love interest, and action genre in general are not top of mind when it comes to Academy-type films. Nevertheless, this quick-paced 90s favorite managed to snag three nominations in total. The film would go on to be an iconic credit for both its lead actors, but neither of them were the production's first choice. A busload of actors including Stephen Baldwin, Tom Cruise, Tom Hanks, Wesley Snipes, and Woody Harrelson were considered for the lead male role, while the female lead was linked to the likes of... Halle Berry, and Ellen DeGeneres, before being given to a lesser-known actress to whom the role would eventually accelerate her to stardom. Name the film. And if it's the film that I'm thinking, Halle Berry was actually already assigned to the movie. I think she actually... She was linked to it, ...totally uh, was on it until the last minute. And I'm thinking it's Speed. That is absolutely correct, Jeff. I knew I I I probably wasn't going to stump you with a 90s action film. (laughs) (laughs) As soon as you said 1995 action, I was like, yeah, I'm going to guess. You went, well, there's... There's only this many films that it could be. <laughs> I already have all of them in my brain. As soon as you said fresh face actress, I was like, yep, that's Sandra Bullock. Got it. Yes, absolutely. My, my hint for that was in 2009. The I got dis- the bus one, yeah. The Discovery Channel show <laughs> Mythbusters tested the legitimacy of the film's most iconic stunt. The show determined that the physics of the stunt made it impossible in real life. I guess it only works in the film because, well, movies. All right. Well, we hope you had fun today, Switches. Maybe learned a little bit of Oscar history with the that quiz and you definitely we definitely helped some people out on behalf of some celebrities so we helped we helped the celebrity out but we also helped yes. the fans out we were like a celebrities semi-celebrity assistant sure exactly Oops. you know what i'm saying absolutely like if a celebrity had a celebrity who just we wouldn't be that but if we a celebrity had a person who was a professional to help the people a little bit off of their hands we're like an amateur celebrity pr firm uh, no, we're not. No. We're not those people. Publicists? Po- no. No. Let's bring it home, Corey. Yeah, like and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, yeah, rate rate and review us on, on iTunes. That would be super helpful. But most importantly, recommend us to a friend. That would be really cool. Grow this brick by brick. We have soft launched our Patreon. Uh, so 
there's not a lot of <laughs> pressure here. But if you go to patreon.com forward slash switch the envelope, or if you click the Patreon become a patron button on switchtheenvelope.com, you can choose from one of three tiers and get a lot of cool swag and, and get uh, some perks of which we're going to continue to adjust through this soft launch process. We're, we're trying to feel it out, and, and we hope that if you join, you'll help us craft the, the perfect patron experience for you. And that will include early released episodes of all the exclusive Switch the Envelope Presents episodes like Cinovations, Al's Useless Hollywood Facts, Because Movies. We'll even throw on some of our collection of fake advertisements that we're calling Intermish with some brand new... <laughs> Some brand new uh, cover art that no, has previously never been seen. It's Patreon exclusive. Uh, there's also merchandise opportunities and shout outs. And we can get together and have movie clubs where we watch a movie. I don't know. The sky's the limit. But we want to connect with you. So if you'd like to support the show and become a patron, you can choose from one of those three tiers. And, you know, we'll we'll see you in, on the Internet. All right. And I think that's the end of our show. So um, make sure you go and watch Tombstone so you can see our best friend, Sam Elliott. And uh, cool. yeah. Watch all the movies that we talked about in the quiz. Definitely right. go out and watch um, Death Becomes Her. Yeah. And um, what, are they, what was the other one I missed? I so I'm going to have to rewatch those movies. Uh, Happy Feet. Happy Feet. Don't you know watch what? that one. That yeah, one sucks. You, you don't have to watch Happy Feet. But definitely feet. watch so Death Becomes Her. Yeah, it's a fun movie. It's a fun movie. Bruce and go Willis out. with hair Bruce. and a mustache. Yes. And then also go out and watch uh, The Frighteners because... Uh, it's produced by Robert Zemeckis, apparently. <laughs> Peter Jackson, you know, but before he, he Lord of the Rings, it, are you... <laughs> Al, I'm going to fact check you, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> Al, is Robert Zemeckis a producer on The Frighteners? He probably is. I, it sounds it sounds right. Yeah, he's an executive producer. That's all right. Jeff is yeah. fact checked. Yeah, and Jeff was right. Fuck yeah. Absolutely accurate, Jeff. Good job. Um, <laughs> I would never challenge you to another quiz. You're too damn good. Pat me on the head. <laughs> uh, thank you for listening, Switches. Go see those movies. And we'll see you later, Switches. See you later, Switches. Have a good rest of your week. <laughs> Switch the Envelope is a Riff Laugh production. Switch the Envelope is written and produced by Jeff and Corey. Switch the Envelope is mixed by Jeff over at Studio 85. Switch the Envelope. Switch the envelope is awesome. Switch the envelope is the greatest thing you've ever heard from the internet. Combos. <laughs> <laughs>